All right. So welcome to the Chaos Corner. This is our podcast. Uh, with us today, we have... Hi. Hi, I'm Pup. Hi, I'm Lisa, and I'm currently eating cabbage. <laughs> and I'm Herring, and I'm very bad at organizing. Oh, aren't we all? We're, we're all just trying our best right now. Yes, as is the person who wrote, Is Lava Wet? in Topics to Discuss. That's a thing. Someone wrote that. <laughs> and now we're going to have a discussion about it. I mean, hypothetically, I can understand because it does behave a bit like a liquid. So you could perceive it as being something that's wet, but also at the same time, no. Well, like, it is a liquid, but I don't think that all liquids are wet. True. Yeah. And also, wet is uh, something used to describe something that is not a liquid being coated in liquid. And if you're a liquid, you can't be coated in liquid. You can just be a larger liquid. Wait, wait, wait. We might be cycling into the topic so- of, is water wet? Because... Water technically is wet. It doesn't matter how we can't discuss lava for 20 minutes. It's lava. None of us have even seen it in person. Excuse you. Don't assume my life. I have not seen it in person, but. That's what I thought. I would like to have seen lava in person. Telling me I would trip in it. (laughs) Well, it's not all liquids. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope you wouldn't trip in it. That that would be very unfortunate. I think unfortunate uh, sums up a lot of myself. Mm. Oh. Also, yeah. I don't think you can really touch lava because has anyone ever seen the videos where they like toss like watermelons into a volcano? And no, like the rapid but... cooling that like the water causes or something like that makes it explosive. So hypothetically, if you were to fall into a volcano, you wouldn't just like sink below the surface and melt away. You would violently explode. I suppose that's a better question, Mark. Lord of the Rings lied to me. <laughs> that would have been a way cooler way to have that scene play out. All right, yeah, I'd imagine it would be a little more dramatic to have people violently explode by touching uh, lava, but... It might have been pushing the CG budget at that point. I think it might also cut into the tone a little. Just very serious and somber moment in the background, like orcs screaming and exploding. That would be very nice. I feel like that would actually be a little bit of a highlight. That'd be a great fan edit. Alright, who wants to do the uh, orcs exploding like holiday fireworks edit for Lord of the Rings? As much as I'm tempted to, my skills lay in very, very bad Photoshop. We'll have to find someone who's video editing skills. Just throw a bunch of pop snaps and record it and put it in the background. (laughs) Just, yeah, a ton of, like, Pictures from a stock image site of fireworks, lava, and then film. That's an idea. 
I like that I, or, oh, you know those, like, little, like, tiny, I don't know what they're called, they're, like, tiny explosion rocks, you, like, pop snaps. Those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, throw a bunch of pop snaps, they're now orcs in Mount Doom, or wherever orcs happen to be incinerating. What was the volcano called in Lord of the Rings? It Mount had like Doom. a specific name, didn't it? But it yeah, was actually not. Yes, very creative. It's, I know. it's such a dramatic oh, name. <laughs> it feels. We have like to go to Mordor to destroy the One Ring in Mount Doom. <laughs> it feels like a joke name. It does. <laughs> Everything else has like these incredibly like complex names or like very fantasy sounding names and then i'm just imagining like you know some like little people in um uh, middle earth just being like wow that's a really big volcano yeah it's like oh yeah it's very ominous we should name it what do you, what do you think we should call it mount doom a but bunch of americans named mount doom that was their only contribution to the world of lord of the rings I like to imagine, you know how, like, canonically, Lord of the Rings is supposed to be, like, translated into English from one of uh, Tolkien's conlangs? Right. Yeah. So I like, I like to imagine that it wasn't actually as silly sounding in the original language, but the person who translated it just was like, why not? Let's just make it Mount Doom. They couldn't understand the person who said the mountain name, so they just uh, put down Mount Doom as a last resort. (laughs) Just like, oh man, I I need to get this book off to the publisher, and then like the editors made a note of like, no one can pronounce this name. Change it. Like, oh, I've got two seconds. Um, Mount Doom. That's it. Okay, submit. No, this tour guide, uh, he told me the name of this mountain three times, and I didn't hear many of the times, but he's already said it three times. I can't. It's impolite <laughs> to just ask him again. You know what I'm calling it, Mount Doom. Exactly, that's I perfect. That. Yeah, I mean, after you've asked the third time and you still don't understand what someone has said, it's just, it's gone too far. You're too far down. You've just got to pretend that you heard. Oh boy. Well, segue on to the next topic. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, speaking of Mount Doom, how about that immortality? There. (laughs) That's a segue. I feel like this is going to become a running theme. Horrible segues? (laughs) Yes. I think horrible segues really fit with the vibe of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Why don't we discuss segues? The stupid little the, the, it's like the ox board, but with a stick attached to it, and it. Wait, I can't tell if it makes it look more or less stupid than an ox board. They were the first, uh, like, kind of, uh, what are they called again? Like hoverboard things. They were like the first iteration of it, but they're so yeah. dangerous. And I'm pretty sure the inventor like drove his like off a cliff or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, swear this, I need to. I need to look this up because I'm you, pretty sure this is true. You're the creator of the segue. Unfortunately, you have not mastered your own creation, and unfortunately <laughs> for you, you live near a cliff, <laughs> and you are trying to master your own invention, and it falls 
uh, it drops you off of the cliff. Uh, Jim oh Hasselman, <laughs> locally known as Jimmy, acquired the Segway company from its U.S. inventor, Dean Cammon, in December of 2009. And according to the British media, Hasselden, at 62 years old, plunged into the river wharf while riding a rugged country version of the two-wheeled transporter on Sunday. He was not worthy. Oh, so it wasn't the creator, but he did own the company? Yeah, the owner. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that I sounds like... I, a... I shouldn't be laughing, but... I'm that sounds like one of those uh, children's movies where the <laughs> evil person gets a hand of the gets their hands on the magical artifact and then it decides it isn't worthy and so they just die or get teleported to Kansas or something. Teleported oh, to Kansas? Is Kansas some sort of hell-like place in your mind? Uh, no, it's just the closest to the void the world has except for space. Closest to the void the world has is the bottom of the ocean. I feel like uh, you're right, but also Kansas is funnier. I feel it like is funnier. Oh, what's happening? Oh. Yeah. I, uh, sorry, I did just read further into the article. It, he went off a cliff and into a river. It did kill him. So, uh, <laughs> for anybody listening, please, please don't ride a Segway near a cliff. <laughs> please. Please don't ride anything near a cliff. <laughs> Maybe someone somewhere far in the future has stumbled across this. Oh, what's this? I'm going to go into my uh, cliffside Segway riding. Oh, wait, no. That's actually a terrible idea. Thank you, podcast. <laughs> to the future alien listening to this, you're welcome. <laughs> to the one person who is planning on doing exactly what we just said not to do, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> To the one person listening to the podcast who wasn't actually part of making the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like riding a Segway next to a cliff would be pretty fun, though. I mean, it would be if I was strapped into a harness and a bungee cord. Otherwise, maybe not. I mean, there are better ways to taunt death. Yeah, you wouldn't even be the first person to drive a Segway off a cliff and die. It's not original. Yeah, what's the point? You've got to be extra. Like, you've got to, like, if you want to do it, you've got to drive off, like, the Cliffs of Dover or something. Cliffs of Dover? Wait, what's Dover? The, the, white, the white Cliffs of Dover? There, I don't know those. They're uh, beautiful, very, very tall cliffs, and um, uh, they're like bright white. They are beautiful. All you needed to say is Dover, Delaware, Dover, United Kingdom. United Uh, Kingdom. All right. Hey, Cherry. Cherry! Hello. We're talking Uh, about driving segways off of the great white cliff of Dover. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. We meant to segue from uh, lava to immortality, but we segued into segways. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun to, like, maybe a fun way to go would be to drive a segway off of, like, Mount Everest? 
Mm. Oh wait. I, How about this for a press route down? But you'd have to like carry the Segway all the way up Mount Everest. Oh no, they did invent like a helicopter that's light enough to get like pretty high up the mountain. You would get horrible altitude sickness because you're not acclimatized. But you'd be going down the mountain pretty fast in your Segway anyway, so it wouldn't be that much of an issue. And also, like this would probably result in death. So do you really care if you're already air sick, mountain thick, altitude sick before you crashed crash to your spectacular demise? <laughs> just imagine someone thing. climbing up the mountain later because, like, you know, they never bring the bodies off the mountain. So they're all there, basically. Just you know, slugging up the mountain, they've, like, paid however much money to get across the world, like, you know, go to Everest and climb the tallest mountain in the world, and there's some moron frozen in the ice with a Segway. <laughs> they're just perched <laughs> straight upright, straight back, standing on the Segway. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many people who climb Mount Everest these days, there's, like, people on there all the time. Oh, uh, what was it? I think it was this, like, uh, it was around this time last year, I think. Uh, it was at the end of the season, and there was this picture that was posted online of uh, this line to get to the summit across the Hillary Step, which is basically the last obstacle you got across to get to the summit. And it was this massive lineup of people basically, like, toe to heel. There were so many people on top of this freaking mountain. Anyways. But, uh, if you saying, like, really want to get crazy. Like, out in nature, don't go to Everest. Basically, there's, there's no nature there except for rock and snow, and a lot, a lot of poop. Yeah, they don't clean that mountain at all. The fact yeah. that um, like a human waste is one of the biggest, like, uh, what is it? Uh, one of the biggest pollutants on the mountain. Or one of the biggest like, sources of trash. And it's yeah. so cold that Gross. it can't, like, biodegrade or anything. It's just frozen. And then, like, the only way it does get off the mountain is if someone picks it up and brings it down, or if it falls. And then it, like, you know, gets into streams and rivers and stuff and pollutes everything even more. And it's disgusting. Bring carry a miniature in. catapult. And carry then just in, carry catapult out, it off the mountain. Too. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I think carry and carry out should include your poop, though. Mm-hmm. You bring in food, you bring out waste. Yes. Basically. And, bonus, it might even decrease the amount of people going to Everest. Well, the problem with, like, uh the whole tourist thing is that basically if you have enough money, you can summit Everest. You don't need to be in the best physical condition because people can basically carry you up the mountain at this point. So oh my gosh. you have to pay a fee for every bit of trash that you leave on Everest. But people kind of just incorporate that into their cost of going up Everest. They're just like, oh, we're bringing this much trash that we're oh! going to have to pay this much of a fine. So they just pay it. Uh. <laughs> That's got to be rough for the people who... Actually, I don't think anyone owns Everest, do they? Or would it be... Um, no, would it be the Nepali government? Nepalese? A group of, 
there's a group yeah. of people who live there who have like acclimatized over generations to the low amounts of air who are often the tour guides mm. Sherpa. yeah that that is yeah fun. no they're very very ticked off i would be too it was a bunch of idiots dying on your mountain, and then people are saying, oh, no, just leave them there. Just, yeah, keep them. Get used to them. Leave all their trash and poop and dead bodies up there. <laughs> I'd imagine oh you got to be at least a little bit smug if you see someone litter on Mount Everest, and then you see them dead up on the trail, and you live there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's what you get for littering, buddy. I feel like I would be petty enough to go back and get the trash and leave it next to their dead body and be like, you forgot this. <laughs> don't mm. mess with don't mess with Mount Everest. It'll be the don't mess with Texas anti-litter campaign again, except this time with more death. <laughs> Sorry, that scream that you may have heard before was my brother. Uh, it's all Don't right. you worry. We scream a lot. Don't actually we don't. Well I've we got haven't yet. I've got screamy siblings too, so you guys okay. might have to watch out for that. Also I have um, three very loud dogs, so if it sounds like there are ten dogs barking that are those are my dogs. Don't worry. University campus, if you hear yelling it is people on my floor. I'm extremely nervous because if I say something dumb, then it'll be forever preserved, and I don't want that. Don't worry, it's okay. It's we okay. say exclusively dumb things. On this. That's this podcast is to like highly concentrate the dumbness in one area. Yes. Also, I'm not very awake right now, so. Hard for me to focus on whatever you're saying. <laughs> Neither am I. I'm tired. Don't worry about this being bad, because we're quite new to this, it's and you bad. can tell by how we're it's just apologizing like it's a normal voice <laughs> chat. But anyway, on from that, I have a prompt for you people. You are immortal. For as long as you are on a segue of any kind, you will be fine if you step off of it. It's just that you cannot die while on it. Oh, okay. But what? But what if we like stand on the segue for like five hundred years? If we step off, would like all of our age catch up to it, us at once, and then we vanish into a pile of dust? Alright, so we have two options. You have to stay on the Segway forever or else turn into dust, or you are completely unaffected by the passing of time, or bullets, or drowning, or anything of the sort, so long as you are on a Segway. Well, that sounds nice. Then I, can I like the second option more. <laughs> yeah, I think the passing of time should affect you while you're on the Segway, just not, like, other things that might kill you. Well, if any, wouldn't it be immortal? It'd be like a certain type of immortal. Well, that's a third different type. That's neither of those. Immortal means like live forever, and vulnerable means nothing can hurt you. So you're invulnerable so long as you're on the segue. 
Yeah, that's or, what I want. And vulnerability, so long as you're on the Segway. Wait, you do you, realize... And, that, and then you can ride the Segway off cliffs, see? Perfectly what does immortality right on a Segway or invulnerability on a Segway matter? How much time do you plan on spending <laughs> on this Segway? I will fall off immediately, are you, so are two you seconds. Kidding, Pub? I'm going into war on this Segway. <laughs> so I'm figuring... at. Uh, the worst case scenario, the absolute worst, you spend however long you spend sleeping off of the segways. So if you sleep eight hours a day, you you just age a third as quickly. You think I can't sleep on a segway? Watch me. Like, it wouldn't be that hard to just strap, strap yourself to the segway and then like do normal everyday things. I, oh wait, that's that's maybe. something. How much of you has to be on the Segway for the invulnerability to take hold? Your feet I'd have say to your be feet. on it. Yeah. Both your feet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason, the image of someone handstanding with a Segway <laughs> st- stacked on top of them is <laughs> coming to my head. Also, I hope... Amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, if you were on a Segway and drove off a mountain, you'd have to be strapped to the Segway or else you'll just fall off. Oh, it mm-hmm. does air resistance affect you on the Segway? Yeah. No, you just, you, oh. just get, you just get like a nice little force field before you hit the ground and you just bounce <laughs> until you've lost all your momentum. No, what I'm saying is the air will push you up so your feet are no longer on the Segway. But, you know, um, has anyone here ever been water skiing? Like, you know the rubber uh, boots basically that hold your foot to the ski? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's my modified Segway. I use it to sustain my immortality. No one ever said we couldn't modify it. I'm going to die my fuchsia for your information. Wait, if you... Do oxboards count? I don't know what an oxboard is. Oxboards are the hoverboards. They're the sideways without the stick. Oh. Yeah, they count. Now, if you sawed an oxboard in half... Nope. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Oh. You're compromising the backbone of the segway structure. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you could just theoretically... What if it's a magnetic? Like, it can attach back together. When it deattaches, you lose your immortality. My question is that if you were to jump off a mountain with the immortality segue, would you break all your bones and then be, like... No, you will not break all of your bones on the immortality segue. So long as your feet remain planted to the Segway. Yeah, the Segway puts up a force field that just bounces you and the Segway along until you're no longer at death speeds. So, would it be possible to just jump into the ocean and live in the ocean forever? Atlantis, but make it Segways. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love the idea of, like... An, an evil doctor type character and they've managed to create immortality but they can only do it in the stupidest way possible 
Lord <laughs> Voldemort put on an Oxford. <laughs> He's just going around at three miles per hour, jinxing everything, standing on its Oxford. You made it. You, He's you charging into battle. You made a deal with death, but death said, "Okay, I won't kill you, but only." If you're constantly standing on an ox board. I'm imagining him like in the scene going across the bridge to Hogwarts and he's going on a segue and it's going super slow and he's looking very frustrated and then his cloak gets trapped in the wheels and he just face plants into the ground. <laughs> he's slowly going along the path and then his cloak gets caught and then he does a flip and the ox board goes flying off the side of the bridge and that's the big scene and then Harry jumps off out of Hagrid's hands and jinxes him and he dies. Because <laughs> this Oxford oh. of immortality flew <laughs> off the side of the bridge. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't like his soul splitting up. It was it was just the Oxford the whole time. Well, what if, what if it was a gym scooter? Like, those things from gym of immortality, that would be even better. <laughs> One of the square scooter things from Jim that gives you immortality when you're on it. It'll get caught on every crack you'd ever be able to get anywhere. So that'd be terrible because you can't, there's no propulsion, like with an Oxford or a Segway. You're just forever stuck just standing there, or you'd need an, a land ore of some sort to move. <laughs> you you have you have a servant whose only job is to push your little scooter. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> have to get to the battle by four p.m. We need to go. So it's four days. It's four days early. It's only in a kilometer away. Do you really think I can get there on this butt scooter in time? Come on, guys. <laughs> well, if if people with wheelchairs can move around easily enough if not fast, comfortably, then someone with a permanently attached gym scooter can do the same. I don't think Let's... battlefields in, like, fantasy lands are conducive to accessibility. So if we're arguing logistics of, like, getting around, it's not gonna be simple. Well, I mean, I'd much rather have an immortality wheelchair than an immortality Segway, but, like, it's not silly enough. You probably uh, could sorry, put, did... like, an immortality Segway or gym scooter on top of a like wheelchair and do whatever you want. I like I how someone uh, said, "All right, uh, the gym scooter of immortality isn't suited for war." Who says, "Oh, great, I'm an immortal. Let me join up with the military immediately." <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that you've joined up with the military. It's that you lead the military. You, you are, are the evil overlord. Then you probably have other means. You probably have a car or something that you can drive. You're yeah. probably not on the front lines. But, like, it's just so much funnier to imagine someone, like, on a very slow segue, like, leading their troops as they march into battle. I'm just imagining uh, Ride of the Valkyries playing over <laughs> this someone with an ox board going into battle. Has anyone seen Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies? Yes. Uh, no. Yes. That scene, but segues. Everyone's Every got segues. 
everyone's on a segway, and the only way you can beat someone else is by knocking them off of the segway and then hitting them. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like the kind of game that, like, people would play with gym scooters in gym. Like, I don't know why I keep thinking about gym scooters in gym, but... I mean, it, it does sound like... Another sport. Yes! This is just jousting. <laughs> We've reinvented jousting, but with immortality and stupider. Uh, I mean, if it's immortality, it's probably safer. It's... Wait, if... If you've strapped yourself to the gym scooter, wouldn't you just tip over if you got knocked over instead of... Uh, you know, dying. You'd just be stuck. You needed help. You'd have to get life alert, too. <laughs> help, I'm on the battlefield, and I can't get up. I've fallen, and I can't get up. My scooter feet, they're too unwieldy. <laughs> Maybe, and, and then the one person who's an acrobat is just, like, walking on their hands the whole time. Well, would you be able to, like, just get another gym scooter and just attach both of them to your feet? So then you just have weird rollerblades. Oh, yes! They are too unwieldy for that. But, um, wait, do you get to choose uh, what position your feet are? Wait, no, you just need to be on the gym scooter. That changes things up quite a bit because you can lie on your stomach. It's of immortality. Wait, if you taped it to your back, would it still count? Or does it have to be with the wheels touching the ground? Hmm. I think uh, you'd have to be, like, on it. Like, for if you had it taped it on you to your back, it would be on you, not you on it. Alright, so the wheels have to be touching the ground. Yeah, because then it won't be fun. Like, sit on your scooter? Basically, I think the rule is if it no longer looks ridiculous, it no longer makes you immortal. I think it just has to be they are touching the ground and functioning. It has to touch the ground, it has to function, and it has to look as stupid as possible. Uh, No, that one's just the bonus. (laughs) You look stupid doing it. The stupider it looks, the more invulnerable you are. Mm-hmm. So you may live forever, but your dignity died the second you t- 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 touched it. <laughs> what would you trade to be immortal? Anything. Your dignity? Oh, no. It's too great a price. <laughs> ah, my hubris! <laughs> it's not your hubris, it's just your ability to go anywhere and be taken seriously in any capacity. So, how about, how about if, if you have like, a really cool-looking scooter. You are immortal, technically, but you still can, like, break your bones and they take forever to heal. But, you just like, have regeneration, stu- not yeah. immortal. But, but, but uh, the stupider and stupider it looks, the, like, less injury you get from anything. So, like, the, the cooler your immortality is, the stupider your ride looks. The cooler your immortality, the less cool you must become. <laughs> Basically. And then... A small price to pay. And then 
if we and then if we had those Segway wars, if it went on for like a couple hundred years, you wouldn't even have to like stab someone once you knock them off of their Segway. They just turn into dust. Who goes at a war for hundreds of years? I feel like it would have just, you know, lost a bit of its luster by then. Everybody just got really bored and decided to go do other things, like make ramps to everywhere. Mm. <laughs> it just be- the war zone became a skate park instead. <laughs> <laughs> that was their solution. All right, we settle this like men. See you at the skate park tomorrow too, man. <laughs> we settle this like men. The big ramp over on the west side. You, me, and the butt scooters. <laughs> you, me, and the gym scooters at the big ramp Friday at seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dueling. Who can stay on the scooter the longest? <laughs> I think we've like re- <laughs> we've like- reinvented everything, but stupid. Okay, but like, what if you had to like jump into a moving river with nothing but your scooter? Hmm. That depends. Does it prevent you from drowning? Yes, but the question is, can other forces pry you from your scooter? Oh, sure. Definitely. All right, then if you I picked you up and drown. just like pulled your scooter away from you and just like yeeted it off into the bushes, you're gonna die. Okay. All right. Oh. So if you had like a really cool-looking scooter, your lungs would be full of water if you were underwater on your scooter. But if your scooter was really dumb, you have, like, an air bubble around your head while you float around. And if it's really, really, really dumb, you grow gills. Alright, so if you get a cool enough scooter, or rather, a not cool enough scooter, you become a Lovecraftian abomination. Yeah. What's it? The Shadow over Innsmouth? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure there's an item like this in Terraria where you turn into a fish man every time you enter water. I love that. That reminds me of that one time I ate a cookie and turned into a fish. Wait. What? Yeah, okay, then. When? Um, it was a month ago, I think. Um, in a server, someone offered me a cookie and I ate it, and I turned into a fish. Oh, I see. I don't know. Hmm. I think we were talking about something, but now I genuinely forget. We went from lava to segways to Everest to immortality. Yeah, oh yeah, we were back on immortality. Uh, oh yeah, we could also go in the direction of Terraria if we so chose. I mean, like, we did cover our topics, we just covered them with segues. <laughs> All of our bases. <laughs> How do we segue to the next topic? Well, what about segues? <laughs> uh, that was actually a really good segue for, like, moving on to the next 
topic, like... Alright, let's segue with the segues. Oh, <laughs> Onward uh, we go. Well, it's time to segue into an exit, maybe. That's convenient, because I have to leave in three minutes, or else I'm going to be late to my piano lesson. Alright, well, Perfect. here is us on our segues. Uh, segue <laughs> into the sunset. Uh, everyone make their best segue noises. Uh, what did the noise they make? <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Yes, um, thank you. We were joined by Cherry, uh, Owl, Pub Fries, Visa, and myself. And this one is going to be edited by Alku. Yay. Everybody give like three cheers for the editing team. Oh, One, they're saving our two, lives. <laughs> three, cheers. cheers. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs>